everybody it's arsenal versus chelsea it's emery versus sorry mate who will prevail in the proverbial desert of eastern europe and does anyone really care i'm jason the majestic and here alongside me as always is dickhead dave the hooker (laughs) dave Dave, can you please answer this question to you (laughs) i had to just i just steamroller you mate i just steamrolled you Mate, I thought the intro was enough, and you carried it on into the main part. <laughs> I couldn't help it. You told me to carry on. Well, you didn't tell me to carry on. I didn't have to actually physically carry it on. But I thought, you know, especially with that with that finale there. And I think we should intro intro every single show that we, we start with. I'm Jason the Majestic, and here alongside me, as always, is Dickhead Dave the Hooker. I think... I, I just think it rolls off the tongue so well. I think, you know, there's so much, you know shazang to it it's like a it's like a, a some salsa with a tortilla chip you know and you just get munching right in there Mate, nah? i do wonder sometimes if if the metaphor cliche like mm-hmm. nodules in your brain have got mixed up somehow, oh. or just like like amplified or perhaps all of those drugs that you took as a as a teenager have gone uh-huh. straight to that element of your brain where like <laughs> like <laughs> Cliche, metaphor, metaphor, cliche, mix up, boom, wham. Put it all in there, mix it up, see what comes out. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that that is usually what tends to happen. It's very true. Um, whether it was uh, whether it was that, whether it was the drugs, whether I was just born with this uh, ability, I'd like to call it an ability uh, to be able to do this. I don't, I don't know. But uh, but mate, we're here, and I'll I'll be totally honest. I'm a little bit. Like, I'm not, I mean, you know my feelings about this, okay? You know my feelings about this, uh, 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 this, this, this final of the... Your, what, the, it's a group, huge uh, spectacle that deserves to be treated with the respect <laughs> it deserves? Mate, it's a majestic thing. Literally, they've, taken, right. they've taken one set of fans who we all kind of secretly dis- despise as, you know, the nouveau riche, Chelsea... Like, Man City. Where, where we, where we, yeah, like Man City version one, like the, the epitome. Ah, yes. Where were you when you were shite? The, right? the you know? ZX Spectrum of Man City. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. And then on the other side, we have a team that was supported by Osama bin Laden. And like, I could go yeah. on and I could say more, but basically. <laughs> Enough said. Top 10 most evil men of all time. 
is moved to London, had a little look around, gone, mm, which one of these majestic sporting teams can I... Oh, that one. That's the <laughs> one for me. And The one with the cannon as an emblem. Oh, uh, uh, probably. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mate, I think you could, just hear that. You, could just, you could just hear there where you and I, when you said that, both mentally checked. Have we crossed the line? No, that should be fine. Okay, off we go. <laughs> As long as you, once you, once you cross a line, as long as you keep crossing it really quickly, uh, <laughs> I find that kind of, you know, blurs the past, you know, so, uh, so I, th blur I think you did, blur it. did fine. But mate, no, look, you're, you, you're more, more turned on than I am of this, of, of this, I must admit, because of obviously with the whole London connection and everything. Uh, but I mean, I, I just don't, I don't, I thought we were going to get together to preview the big one, you know. Um, no, uh, no, no, the, sorry, mate. Do not pollute the Women's this World podcast. Cup opener. Oh, no, no, that, that maybe we can discuss. But honestly, <laughs> let's not pollute the, the, mm -hmm. the majesty. Mate, actually, this is a game with a lot of stuff to discuss. One. It's very true. Yeah. One, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. But apparently, <laughs> apparently, the Lonely yep. Planet has it at number 10 of its spots to go for a night out. So apparently it's got quite the nightclub scene. <laughs> right? I mean, Two, there are, have you seen these stories of the fans who left a week? Like, there was a, this one set of fans in particular who left on Tuesday last week, flew to Istanbul, mm -hmm. right? And they're, they're, like, they're setting up, I think it was on the BBC, they're setting up, this is the story of the epic journey. And like, so we flew to Istanbul and now I'm doing a calculation in my head like, well, that's most of the way, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You're almost there. Then apparently, apparently not. That was the easy part. Then from Istanbul to Ankara, which is the capital of Turkey, they've taken another domestic flight. Then from Ankara to somewhere where I'm sorry, I can't remember where the fuck it is. They've gone Tbilisi, there. I think. No, no, uh, there's a step it's... before Tbilisi. There's oh, before Tbilisi. Tbilisi, okay. And you and I have both done the same mental thing where we're like, not sure what that is, let's just say Tbilisi. But, <laughs> but then, <laughs> then they've taken a 27-hour thing to Tbilisi. And then like from Tbilisi, it's another three trains or something. And then they've turned up and mate, there's a chance that they'll see their team lose. <laughs> you know that is very I'm, true that is very true <laughs> i'm skeptical about going to the new camp to watch barca lose because you know you don't really want to and mate it's it's literally out my house three minute walk to the subway station 11 stops on the subway out mm -hmm. in front of the stadium and and i'm mm -hmm. skeptical about it imagine, <laughs> imagine six days 500 euros i think it is each and all that fucking travel across different countries and all of that shit, and then you lose. And, <laughs> mate, there's a fair chance that you're going to lose to a David Luiz slip, to a Mustafi nah. fuck-up, to a, to a Petr Cech <laughs> own goal. Like, the, the form of these two teams this year is such that, you know, a mistake is probably top of your list of things that's going to decide this one. No? Very true. Very true. I think it's going to be tight. It's not going to be a, oh, mate. I mean, you know, we, we're probably putting Midas touch on it, aren't we? Because we're all in the thought line that the Champions League final is going to be this absolutely outstanding match of football that both teams are going to go absolutely mental and that this one's going to be the absolute crap one. Could very well be completely the opposite, you know? It could be a 4-3, a 4-2 or something, you well, know? Both, two both goals, teams, both teams are... Or, you know. Both teams have their problems, right? 
Like very much I, so. Yeah, I'm reluctant to say that it will be lots of goals because if you look at Chelsea when they got to the the League Cup final, they they stifled it a lot, didn't they? And um, Sarri ball, whatever that is, and whether we've seen it or not, this year hasn't resulted in an, an abundance of goals. Not really. But Arsenal, on the other mm-hmm. hand, actually are exciting to watch, and they play Obama Obama Yang and then uh, Obama Yang. Look, 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 I said, uh, um, I mean, <laughs> there is Granite Jacker, and I still don't understand the point of him. But, but those two up front, and I mean, Ozil's going to have to play because Ramsey's injured, and uh, Mickey Targaryen is some kind of Albanian terrorist. And <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Ozil has to play, which will be fun. <laughs> Like because he's not going to defend. He's an Armenian terrorist, by the way. He's not Albanian. He's <laughs> Armenian. Whatever. They're miles apart. Completely different. I love that you <laughs> take you take issue with that part of my statement. The terrorist part. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you called him, though. What did you call him? Uh, uh, Mickey Targaryen. Mickey... <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine him half. <laughs> half on a football player, half. Yeah. Man, that'd be awesome <laughs> if he flies in in a dragon and burns the stadium down. <laughs> burns the whole thing down. I never liked that stadium anyway. Um, <laughs> mate, it's it's a beautiful stadium actually. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, look, uh, uh, the 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 figures are, are something in the region. Uh, I think it's like this. It's um, it's a seventy thousand seater or approximately a seventy thousand seater. Um, six thousand of the Arsenal uh, um, uh, fans apparently have bought their full allocation or close to their full allocation, five thousand or something. But only mm-hmm. two thousand of the Chelsea lot. It's everything and- you need to know. The Chelsea fans <laughs> with more money than the Arsenal. More money. Fans. More, yeah, absolutely. Piles more money than it, like, and they haven't gone. But the Arsenal fans yeah. have, have, have trekked across multiple countries to get that. Tells you everything you need to know about Chelsea. Everything. Well, but, but this is an interesting one there. I think it's also a reflection of the fact that Chelsea don't really care about that, this match that much. I mean, of course they care. If you look at the individuals, right? You look at, you look at Hazard. This is definitely going to be his, in all likelihood, it's going to be his last game, isn't it, for, for yeah. Chelsea? So he'll, he'll be wanting to really get in there and finish uh, uh, his seven or eight year stint or whatever here at Chelsea. With a with a title, Sari probably wants to get the title just so he can rub it in everybody's faces and then fuck off to Juventus. But apart from that, you know, you can still sort of you could understand Chelsea kind of going one down and then thinking, Ugh. yeah. Well, meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, Arsenal mm. need this for Champions League qualification for exactly. next year. Exactly. Yeah. But mate, now, but I ask you this question: mm. Is eleven mm. highly motivated Arsenal players? More effective than one highly motivated Eden Hazard. Which, which would you rather have? Absolutely. It's like, no, it's I like think, the and, horse-sized and I, duck, duck-sized horse argument. Like, you know, no. would you rather have 11 <laughs> Arsenal players or one Eden Hazard? You can choose. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good point. It's a very good point. Um, I, it like, oh, even if the Arsenal players are armed, um, I think it's still going to be tough to stop him, armed with batons. And, uh, and they, they sort of give him the ball and, you know, and say, come on then, you know, try and get past us. We'll, you know, smack you in the head with these batons. I still fancy Hazard to get through at least twice and score twice. Or at least 
get through about five of the of 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 their defence and then lay it on a plate for uh, you know for for, for um, uh, Lacazette or something. Um, mm. it, it it really is all dependent on Hazard. I think I think the whole game is dependent on it because if he doesn't show up and if he doesn't if he doesn't rock it, then mate, there's no Rudiger for Chelsea. No, no Kante and no Hudson Odoi and no Loftus Cheek. No Loftus Cheek. Absolutely. No, so they've only got really you know, tempting to just kick Hazard. Like, like I'm not condoning it at all. Oh, but yeah, like, there I mean, must be, there must be. Oh, part yes, you of are. Em- you oh, are. I you're am. totally condoning. <laughs> yeah. This is I'm the condoning. last chance. Kick him. Last cha- Can you imagine you being that part in that thing? <laughs> Uh, okay, so you are Emre, okay? And you know nobody can understand it where he says anyway, right? He said that I like it. I think I like it. I like it. It's a good idea. Mate, to kick has it, there ever been a more boring, monotone person in interviews? But no, mate. Oh, my God. He's horrible. No, you're completely yeah. right. Like, I can just see myself, like, coming into, this, into the dressing room going, lads, I've done a deep <laughs> tactical analysis on this. I've watched game after game after game. I've stayed up late. <laughs> I've looked in uh, different mathematical formulas. I programmed algorithms and I have come up with a solution for how we win this game. All right. Are how you is it, ready? boss? <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Ross Barkley, you are going to stamp on Eden Hazard's head. <laughs> <laughs> do not leave the pitch until he is injured. All right. Hey, boss. <laughs> because, because you come from Liverpool and have the skill set to do this. And because you're our worst player. <laughs> Kovacevic, you then come on for him after 10 minutes after he's like, hey, it's not right. It's not right to do this. Kovacevic is like, no, I don't know what you, uh, what? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, Kovacevic I mean, looks, looks like he's got a bit of nasty in him, no? Yeah, like, he probably could. He probably could. I mean, he, and he's going, he's going to be going back to Real Madrid, isn't he, after this? He's only on yeah. loan. He could uh, be so, Eastern yeah. European thug number five in an in episode of Prime Witness, no? He looks, like, he looks like an Illich, doesn't he? Yes. He looks like, yeah, he's definitely got an Illich in him and, and he's, he's ready to... He's got a brother in jail somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> don't they all? Cousin, in Bursa. <laughs> yes, in Turkey, trying to get back to Bulgaria. No, well, we're not letting you out of the country. Um, (laughs) it's very true and from Arsenal's perspective obviously like you said no no Ramsey no uh, Targaryen Mickey Targaryen uh, as well mate should we talk a little bit Mickey Targaryen do you want to talk about the politics of all of this shit or has enough been talked about it the fact it's been done, it's been done. Do you, uh, 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 you know, I mean, I've got, I've got a whole bunch of questions which I have actually put on the running order here, go which on, I thought, you know, if, if you want to go all serious, one of them that I didn't ask you is, uh, or that I didn't put here on the running order is, is would you, would you have uh, contacted, in all seriousness, would you have contacted uh, um, Chelsea and said, hey, you know, do you mind, let's just boycott it, you know, and let's teach a FIFA lesson uh, uh, in 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 doing something like this, and do you think they would have been right? You know, had they had they done so, or do you think that everything that has taken its course is perfectly fine? Uh, I would have been actually, I would have supported the boycott, but but for me, not for the reason that that um, uh, Mickey Targaryen can't play. I mean. Right. For for me, that, that, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here, but for me, that's an unfortunate. See, on that, it's it's unfortunate. unfortunate. Like there are, there are lots of countries that are in conflict with 
other countries, like, um, for example, uh, Avram Grant couldn't go on a preseason tour to Indonesia because Indonesia doesn't recognize Israel as a state. Um, there's, there, there are a yeah. few of these knocking around and that nature of it is unfortunate. What I don't, and you know, like there is politics coming into sport and you know, you, the whole Serbia, Albania thing is I was like, just going to, yeah, I was just going to say that actually. And with, with politics and stuff, there's we we tried. We always say, don't we, in football, we don't want to mix politics and blah, 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 but it's almost like, especially for example, in, in situations like the World Cup, for example, and also, isn't it the World Cup, the next World Cup, not the one in Qatar, but the one afterwards? They're going to have like it's going to be, or is this this is the Euros that's going to be spread over uh, all the different countries in Europe, and then in the end the last games are going to be in england or something like that and they the i remember the the requisites for putting different teams into different pots for the qualifications for for the euros were that there were all sorts of political stuff uh, things going yeah. on in there like kosovo and north macedonia can't play or, or kosovo and serbia i can't remember can't play against each other so if they suddenly get pulled up in the same pot then they get mixed up in fact wasn't didn't the didn't Northern Ireland get on the on the back of of a bad an unfortunate decision from that? If I'm not much mistaken, uh, Northern yeah. Ireland weren't. Yeah, there was something something like that. Just look at just look at um, yeah. Switzerland, fucking Switzerland versus Serbia in the World Cup last year with yeah. Shakiri yeah. and Jacker and all the politics that that came out of that. Them doing their little birdie thing, yeah. So for that, yeah. to me, honestly, for that element of it, I don't think that's worth a boycott really the, okay fair enough. i think there fair is enough. a boycott in there for make for one giving the the 10 percent of the ticket allocation to the fans of the two teams is fucking disgusting mm-hmm. it's mm. horrendous you ask those fans to go week after week after week to enhance your product people watch the europa league or they watch the premier league or they watch any football match you you try and sell a sports package to a TV company with an empty stadium. Forget about it. No one's well, going to Well, it's not going to be empty. Apparently, apparently right. it's a sellout. But, yeah, but like, come on. Fun. Like, you know what? I'm, my, uh, my point is atmosphere, right? We watch yeah, yeah, yeah. matches on the TV for the atmosphere. You and I, as football fans, sit there and go, like, we would consider watching Rangers Celtic or River Plate Boca with no idea of who's playing just mm-hmm. for the tastiness of the atmosphere. <laughs> oh, come on, we would. That's Very what, true. That's what the Very product true. is. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. two tribal teams going up against each other. I don't want to watch fucking curling at the Olympics. No one, there's no <laughs> needle. There's no needle. No one cares. Like we want the, the tribe. And then so these fans who are enhancing your product, making it what it is. Look at the, the um, uh, where was it? The Frankfurt fans that, that traveled to Chelsea and were oh, period wonderful oh. and brilliant and they help you as the the organization of UEFA make a fuck ton of money and mm-hmm. then for the showpiece event that the number one thing that these fans have deserve have earned and deserve you give them 10% mm-hmm. of the allocation and then you put it in the middle of bloody nowhere like <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if Arsenal and Chelsea are gone, this is an utter disgrace and, and is persecuting the very thing that is our club because the fans are everything. Like, I mm-hmm. see so much. You see, like, idiots like Robbie Savage saying stuff like, well, you know, all the money comes from TV. Robbie, who is paying for the TV? 
the fans. <laughs> The fans, the fans are everything. If 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 tomorrow fans wake up and go, you know what, beach volleyball is just better, and and decide that we're not going to watch football anymore, the whole thing collapses. It all, I mean, mm. it won't it won't happen. That's the kind of almost the shame of it because we love it and we won't and and you know it's an undying religion. Like you know, we're not going to well, give up volleyball. Jesus. <laughs> I do like. Oh, that. okay, sorry. <laughs> you know, we are not we're not all going to like give up on our religion out of nowhere and i hate when organizations take advantage of that which they have done it so if asked for me if arsenal and chelsea had, had boycotted it for that reason i would have oh i would have actually liked both clubs like that's, <laughs> that's how well, bad I'm, it would have been. i'm having a look i'm having a look on uh, on google maps yeah it is actually halfway and i kid you not halfway between uh london and bangkok uh so it's like <laughs> and we're talking, bangkok is pretty much on the other side it's almost as far, it's almost as far as as dubai i mean i would imagine it's probably just another hour on the plane if you had an, a direct flight from london to baku Mate, which it's you don't. next to iran it's oh yeah, it's right next to Iran. It's it's basically and we, another weird thing about this as well is that Azerbaijan is actually in 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 it's in Europe. Uh, and I I'm, I'm you know you, I hate to say this I'm I think I'm okay at geography. I'm usually pretty darn right good. I did not know Armenia, who is just next door, which is actually closer to England than Azerbaijan is. Armenia is actually in Asia. The part of Turkey that it 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 it, it borders is Asia. Um, it, it's 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 just incredible that Azerbaijan is is in Europe. But anyway, it doesn't matter because I mean it's it's obviously an ex-Russian state, and and uh, in those period in that period of time, it was um, uh, considered as part of of uh, of Europe. That section it must have been. So so it is. So it's Europe, and then you know Baku, like you said, is is like literally. Uh, it looks like about, I think it's about an hour's drive from Tehran, you know, from I Iran. And it's not far from Baghdad. I mean, it's just crazy. It is really, really crazy. Um, hats off to the to the fans who did go, uh, to the 5,000 Arsenal fans uh, who did go and to the 2,000 Chelsea fans who did go. Uh, that will take up 7,000 uh, 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 fans, which is basically 10% of the stadium. The other 63,000 will be a collection of um, uh, folk uh, who, local? uh, yeah, locals, yeah, locals and dignitaries. Although, how many dignitaries can you stick in? Maybe you can get enough dignitaries in there, it might be a target, you know. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <anyway. laughs> sorry, yeah, all right, mate. Well, um, uh, mate, let's just talk a little bit about the match, uh, very all right, quickly. The football, all right, yeah, uh, let's do that, yeah, yeah, because there's actually going to be some football in there as well. Um, I, I've, I've, I've been hearing mixed reports about who people think are going to be the favorites for, for this. I I personally think that Arsenal are, are have got a, a terrible, terrible defence, and they're they're going to lose against Chelsea. But um, I've seen lots of uh, uh, betting uh, uh, firms and betting companies that, who who put Arsenal as the favourites for this. And without Mkhitaryan, without Ramsey, and with in quite look looks like a high probability that Petr Cech at the age of thirty seven will be playing this game as well. Do you make them favorites for this mate the that that Czech thing we should we should discuss i make I make <laughs> Arsenal favorites for this for two reasons one they okay. need, they need it more yep. they they just need it more uh, mm -hmm. and two uh Chelsea have got injuries like 
I think okay. Rudiger is a I think Rudiger is a big miss. Uh, I think mm. uh, just because that means that David Luiz has to step up, and and that might that might work out well. It, it might work out horribly. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and Christensen is going to play alongside him, isn't he? Basically, so yeah, I think Christian's a pretty good player, but I don't think he's as good an athlete as Rudiger is. I don't think he's as quick as Rudiger is. I think he's probably a little bit more accomplished on the ball, but mm-hmm. I also think Rudiger has this mentality thing where he calms Luis down, and, <laughs> and I don't think Christian is the kind of character who's going to turn around to him and go, uh, "David, David, out. all right, hey, stop crack that crack poodle." <laughs> mate, oh, cr- mate how could you not be excited about tonight the crack poodle in a final <laughs> mate anything could happen with it's the true. crack poodle it's true. Man, i wouldn't be surprised at him unleashing one of his his, his world famous free kicks um uh, although with the conversation conversation uh i can't say his name uh barkley and hazard on the pitch i'm not sure how you know and Jorginho as well they can all take a free kick can't they so um but yeah Jorginho's in there so if he has a good game if you know and then so it's just literally stop Hazard basically because if it Hazard if, if you stop Hazard hey, we're back um, to our team talk it would, yeah, <laughs> that's it it's gonna happen you know all right pet check mate pet check come on <laughs> um, um Drummer, drummer supreme, soon to be Chelsea uh, director, sporting director. Is that right? Is this, was that something that, did you hear no, that? No, he, yes, 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 yeah, that's right. He's going to be a, a Chelsea sporting director. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see a conflict of interest there at all. No, me neither. <laughs> I think it's absolutely fine. There's no compliance issues, nothing. I think just no. go ahead and just, he, you know. He currently plays for one team. And then he's going to uh, run the other team. Should be fine. Team, yeah. Can't see no, that's anything. absolutely fine. I mean, in that. in a world of business, that would be totally acceptable for you know McDonald's and uh, and 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 who's the other one? Burger they call King. them Hungry Jacks here. They call them Hungry Jacks Burger King. That's right. So in Australia, they can't call them Burger King because there was another uh, another Burger King when they got here and they tried to buy them out. And in typical Australian fashion, fishing, he was up there with the Crocs up north with his little burger joint and he's like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm not not selling my name. Fuck off. So they had to change it. Did you, did you know about that? They had to change no, it. No, I hear yeah. no, it's called Hungry Jacks here. It's not Burger King. It's called Hungry Jacks. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. so you'd have, yeah, McDonald's, yeah, it's not too bad. McDonald's and Burger King, you know, at loggerheads, you know, for whatever reason. And, um, uh, you know, Mr. McDonald himself is moving. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's Mr. McDonald, but anyway, it's one of his, one of his henchmen is moving over. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, it all seems a little bit crazy. Um, and I don't know if you heard, Emre had to answer a question, I think, yesterday about whether he was going to play or not. And did everyone fall asleep during the answer? Because his voice is just so monotone that we can't tell what's going on. Not only that, but he just basically just kept contradicting himself with a lot of passion in a very monotone voice. It was was amazing. Like, uh, you came out of it thinking, I don't quite know what he said. Like, I really don't. He seemed to say it very assertively, but like, what he said... (laughs) At the same time. Almost, almost word for word, what he said was, um, Czech will play an important role tomorrow 
in the game. He's going to play a very important role tomorrow. Whether this is playing the game or not, you will have to wait and see. But it will be important. All right. <laughs> Mate, <he's, laughs> I, I think we all know that Petr Cech is going to be head, head ball boy tomorrow. Like, he's got to be. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> listened to Mourinho talk about the importance of ball boys. He's seen Jürgen uh-huh. Klopp congratulating the ball boy who returned the ball to Trent Alexander. And he's basically uh-huh. gone, Petr, I want you head ball boy. <laughs> what you're going to see is Czech <laughs> running around the side of the pitch, like getting balls ready. <laughs> getting balls quickly. Or, or stopping them from being got ready <laughs> yes. as well. Yes. <laughs> Geeing up the other ball boys. Like he's learned as a Bajanian. What language do they speak in Baku? Bakunian? Um, he's he's learned one of those as languages. Azerbaijani? I think it's Azerbaijani, <laughs> like Pakistani. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We're going to find mm. out it's like French, aren't we? Um, <laughs> uh, I'll Google it in a minute. Mate, um, moving on from one manager to the other, like uh, uh-huh. Emery's been boring us. Have you seen this footage of, uh, of good old Maurizio? Um, yep. Sorry, uh, not the other Kicking. one. Yep. Yes. Um, yep. Like I have. Mm, y- yes. <laughs> so just, he so doesn't seem to know how to kick it very well, does he? It? it seems to go up. It goes up in the air a bit, like when you're a. Mate, you're just, like a just first, just run, run the run the three listeners <laughs> through what what happens because they might. Okay. Not okay. So, so basically what happened was in, in their last session of training and, and he came out and he said uh, afterwards that it was because he wasn't able to complete an extra training session. That was why he was hangry. Hangry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually what happened was David Luiz and, um, yes, the crack poodle from Brazil and um, Gonzalo Iguain, yes, the fat uh-huh. funker from Argentina. <laughs> they basically all, uh, 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 had a bit of a tangle not a tango, but a tangle. And, uh, and once they had that tangle, uh, uh, um, I, I think it wasn't too clear, but I think it was pretty obvious. Maurizio was not too happy with what happened with the, with, with the two of them getting in, into each other's faces or whatever. And, um, and yeah, and so Mauricio decided to get all angry, get all pissed off, and he sort of uh, uh, waltzed away and, uh, and started kicking, kicking the, uh, um, his, we got rid of his baseball cap, not baseball cap, but anyway, he's got a Chelsea cap on. Uh, he took it off, threw it up in the air, and then as he sort of walked past it, tried to kick it, but kicked it up sort of in the air on the side and then kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, that's pretty much. Mate. Well, yeah, I don't oh. know. I think, I think. All it, right, you tell me. I think it was like, he's just realized how fat Higuain is. Like, <laughs> like it's just tweaked and, 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 and he's just lost it. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he's been putting a lot of, He's been putting a lot of weight behind his his remarks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, and he's been he's been saying that. Uh, I mean, one of the things he he sort of came out and said, I think last week was that Iguain, if they'll do well to keep Iguain, because if they can keep Iguain, then they will do well next season. Basically, is what is what he said. Uh, but um, I think you're probably right. I think now he's suddenly realised suddenly <laughs> that he is quite fat. And uh, and he's not uh, he's probably not going to last the full ninety. So Higuain and and Luis are really at opposite ends of the hair scale. Like that's very true. It is like all the hair, 
the last remainders of the hair. Like it's, <laughs> you know, it's two very differing approaches to hair. It's very true. It's very true. Um, you, do you see? Did you actually see what happened between Louise and and, and Iguain? Because like. Iguain is basically like Louise is just a spoilt little baby. He's just like Neymar, you know what I mean? Like, and he's 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 got the ump because of something that has happened, and he's he's done him a little bit of a kind of you know he's jabbed into him type thing, and uh, sort of protecting the ball, but rammed his body into him, and uh, and you know, and when you're training with your teammates, you don't do that, right? You just don't do that. That's not on. So, um, regardless of what of what Higuain did to piss Louise off. Louise has lost it and thrown his toys out the bloody, out the bloody car. And that's, uh, and that's the, you know, that's what's happening. I, and, and even though Mauricio came out afterwards and said, no, no, I was just annoyed because I wasn't able to do another set piece training. I think that was his, his, his excuse, wasn't it? Um, it seems like someone who's pretty angry over not doing a set piece training. <laughs> and I think, no, uh, I don't think. Whatever he's angry that. over, he's, he's too angry. Like whatever it is, it, it's it's, too it's true. It's, it's it's too much. It's too angry. He, Tony it doesn't. There's not that much bad shit that happens. I mean, Mourinho and Pogba. Okay, with what happened there, I could sort of see Mourinho storm, storming off in that in that manner it, after the heated discussion that the two of them obviously had. Uh, uh, I could see it, but sorry. I mean, come on, mate. You know, you're you're what? You're 120 years old now. And you're you're old enough to kind of know and see these kinds of things, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's not uh, not great, not great preparation for Chelsea at all. Um, and with all the um, injury uh, worries and all the crap that's going on uh, everywhere, um, that'll probably be the tonic for Chelsea to win this game. Poss- poss- you know football, mate. You know football. Football, football does hell. these things football mate all right mate are you are you um oh there's one more thing uh mm. sari did actually mate, look how much we've got out of this game and you wanted to cover <laughs> other shit come on <laughs> there is one more thing mate uh sari did come out after i don't know if you heard this or not but <laughs> sari came out uh in the interview and once again was asked about his future he must be sick at that with everything that's happening with juventus at the moment he got asked once again about his future and uh and he came out and in previous weeks he's come out and said well if people are going to judge me on this last game then i'd prefer to just be sacked right now which i think is pretty cool actually for him to come out and say that mate, uh, but mate, this time he dream. got asked again it's yeah it's our, totally. it's, our, it's our dream we've discussed this many times how can we get into premier league management so that we can get fired and get a payoff like we, we we've discussed this on many occasions and what Maurizio Sarri has done is gone fire me now do it fire me now do it because I will take that payoff like you wouldn't believe <laughs> I've finished third I've, I've got us to a to a two finals and you're gonna fire me that's the full contract you're paying out there bitches the whole thing and the whole shebang after you fired me I got this job in Turin lined up so just come on bring it cash in and we'll probably probably play each other (laughs) we'll probably play each other in like first round of whatever and we'll knock you out so (laughs) mate like some people are saying that Mauricio Sarri's you know got balls to come out and say that mate I would be saying that so hard (laughs) I would (laughs) fire me go on do it mate did you did you hear what 
Did you hear what else he said, mate, before no, the match on. yesterday? So he was asked about his future, and he said, uh, in this moment, uh, in this moment, I love them because I have 20 to 22 wonderful men. Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, he's gone. Uh, so, so my question to you, mate, because he's, he's come out and he said, this is a, a pure, a right on quote, uh, you know, what he meant was players, right? But he said, he, 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 well, let's not, I don't think so. He says he's really, really happy with them. He loves them. And he loves the fact that he's got 20 to 22 wonderful men. So my question to you is, <laughs> is Sari bringing back some old school Roman practices to the bridge that maybe yes. we're yes. not aware of? That's, like, you know, that's why it's taken them so long to get on side. Because, you know, right. the, right. the, the, so. um, the, open, the openness of training, uh, <laughs> like... Yeah. You know, <laughs> Cahill in particular wasn't having any of it, but like he's an old nah. person, he's not modern, he's not with these modern times, mate. Like, you know, he's been asked to get involved in a, in a, in a you know, in a gender fluid orgy and he's gone no. And that's to his detriment, mate, because modern football's not moving <laughs> that way. You know, like 20 to 22 wonderful men, that's the way it's going. And like, you know, get on board. Quote unquote. <laughs> yes. That's what he said. <laughs> and you know uh here on this show that's what we do we always here on born offside make sure that we quote on the quotes all right because and we don't go and veer off to you know to any sort of tbilisi directions or anything so that's not what we do all right mate let's take a short break and let's come back and finish off unless you've got something else to talk about uh let's finish off with uh with a bit of playoff talk mate a bit of playoff talk all right i'm all right <laughs> Kova Savic, Kova Kova, I've got a brother in jail. That's one nil to me, Mickey Targaryen. Welcome back to part two. Uh, mate, I've only decided to do this so that we can take a sort of a slight clean break and so that um, uh, uh, the uh, uh, our, our good friend, uh, the voice synthesizer could could have his little word and because he didn't say anything. So, you mm. know, he, he likes to, to come in there. Uh, mate, we've got a, uh, with the playoff final, mate, it's Aston Villa. Aston Villa are coming yeah, to the Premier Aston League. Aston Villa, mate. Yeah. yeah, Aston Villa. You remember them. They had a stadium once. Remember, they got a big stadium, uh, which is, is probably... Yeah, yeah, it's probably as old and rickety as Old Trafford. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I can only imagine those two stadia getting together mm. one afternoon. Oh, we've been left behind a little bit, haven't we? Um, mate, it's, it's Aston Villa. And um, what, what it was about this, this game that got me a little bit after watching and listening to, to all the stuff that was going on here is that neither of the teams are going to actually have any of the players uh, that, that played off in this, uh, in this playoff final because a, a vast majority of, of, of both teams were uh, uh, loanees from the Premier League who will undoubtedly now shoot off back. Um, and, uh, and the only person I think is... Uh, 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 the only person of any sort of note that any of everyone's talking about who should stay um, is their captain and now talisman, uh, the man who got beaten up uh, by uh, a Birmingham. Was it a Birmingham fan? Mm. Was it, was it, was mm -hmm. it a, a Wolves? No, it wouldn't have been Wolves. It was a Birmingham it was fan. Birmingham. Wasn't it? it was a Birmingham no, well, fan. And well done to him for, for, for doing so. Monsieur Le Jacques Grilich. Grilich. Uh, and even he might end up going. Uh, there's been talk of, of him sort of heading out. But he didn't have a great game, I, I didn't think, did he, in the playoff final? It was all right, but um, 
did he? Was he? Was he all right? I don't know. Yeah, I, was, I just thought he was okay. They won. They did. They did. They won. So uh, uh, El Ghazi, another one who's going to be leaving, uh, McGinn, uh, uh, with the uh, with with the the goal that really sort of sort of you know swung it, and it was a real one of those sort of classics, really, wasn't it? And a little bit boring in the end, really. You know, seventy five minutes, probably you know dominated by Aston Villa. And- and then Derby, you know, got one back and then it looked a bit frantic for the last 10 minutes, but they couldn't get it. You know, it's one of those sort of classics and it wasn't half as exciting as the Charlton game. Did you see that, mate? Did you see, mate? Uh, mate? The, the Charlton own goal is one yes. of my favourite things to watch. <laughs> it is... <laughs> oh mate i mean you gotta feel like i really felt for him and i thought like wow you know i mean i mean the right. only plus point on that is that it's gone down as an own goal for for sar for the defender yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not the, the record book's <laughs> never gonna call it mate i don't know what you were um when you went to school but when i went to school we had a mm-hmm. we had and i think i would venture that every classroom has one of these we had a guy in our class so good at, in our year so good at sport like so so good at sport and so much better than the rest of us at it that he yep. would get bored and he would he would genuinely do things across multi-disciplines cricket football rugby he would volleyball you yeah, name he would, it yep. you name it he would do things on occasion like mm-hmm. really stupid and we would go to him like his name was dave it wasn't me we would go to Dave, what have you done that for? He's going, oh, it's boring. Let's make it, let's make it harder. Like, and <laughs> I think Phillips, the goalkeeper, once it's gone under his foot, should just stand there. <laughs> it's like by chasing it back, he's made his mistake abundantly clear to everyone. But like mm-hmm, having missed mm-hmm. it, he should just stand there, let it roll in. And then everyone goes, go. he just goes, ah, too easy, mate. Let's, let's, let's do it harder. <laughs> But unfortunately, he hasn't had the presence of mind to do that. And then he scrambled nah. back and he's looked like a real dickhead. He has, he has, hasn't he? He's ended up in the goal and it's just, uh, oh, mate, poor guy. Malcolm was the name of my guy who, who was yeah, excellent yeah. at everything. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's always the one. There's always the one. Um, yeah, but, uh, but mate, uh, um, uh, how old is Lee, Lee, Lee Boyer? How is how old is, is Lee Boyer? Um, well, hang on, let's work this out. So he was like in his mid twenties in the early noughties. No, when were Leeds? Yeah, yeah. Was that late nineties? Isn't he? Isn't he my age? Or is he fifty? Um, so let's say he's twenty six ish in two thousand. They're twenty twenty eight ish in two thousand. So, so yeah, forty seven, forty eight, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, he looks ninety. All right. He looks, <laughs> he looks like looks like he's been smoking a lot. Okay. And I, I mean, he's been smoking a lot of shit. Whatever it is that he's been smoking, uh, uh, low quality stuff. He's and, forty-two. Uh, and he, he's forty-two. Yes, oh, fuck. Mate. Mate. <laughs> mate, he is aged. He is aged, and uh, and he looks stressed and he looks tense. But he he. He may look it, but when when you sort of hear him speak and stuff, he he actually looks okay. Mate, um, what's going on with all these dickheads uh, coming into management? Uh, we've got. Uh, let's start with with Barton, shall we? Warren Warren Barton, uh, jo- Joey Barton, Joey. sorry, <laughs> Joey, 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 both, sorry. Both dickheads Warren. are both possible. <laughs> Joey Barton, uh, uh, Frank Lampard, John Terry. Uh, we've got uh, um, mate. We even mentioned this a little while ago. 
Jonathan Woodgate might be. You know, and we mentioned it as a fucking joke when we found out that Lee Bowyer was at Charlton. We were like, where's Jonathan Woodgate? Hey, he's, he's put his name up for the bloody Mid- Middlesbrough job now as, as well, hasn't he? So, um, I, all these, I always all these... kind of like Woody. Like, for, no, for, me, you, for me, that whole, that, that whole did, kind though. of... That whole thing for me was like, you know how we used to go out on nights out and you would get too drunk and you would try and start fights and I yeah. would like just basically run away? Jonathan Woodgate is me <laughs> on the one night where he doesn't run away. That's, and, and Lee Bowyer is you. And, oh, <laughs> you know? So I've always thought like Woody didn't really deserve it. Yeah. You know? All right. Okay. Well, I yeah, I don't know. Um, well, also, uh, his Real Madrid debut is so beautiful. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, uh, he didn't even last the first forty-five, did he? He was. Isn't it? Isn't 20, it like 20, own goal, yeah. red card inside twenty own goal, minutes yep. or something like that? <laughs> and then beautiful. probably turned round to the fans, going, "This is what you guys bought. Hope you enjoy it." Yeah. <laughs> and then he was, but he was. He was good, wasn't he? He was like oh, he, uh, was, he played for Tottenham uh, even when he was like he'd really pretty much had like you know his best days behind him. He was he was a very cultured player, very well very. organized. Um, mm. I I liked him a lot. You know, injuries uh, kind of more or less did it in for him. And to become the Middlesbrough manager would make sense because he played for them. He was born there, grew up there. Yes. Yep. Yep. You know. Yeah, it's very similar to the, you know, uh, to, to the to the Bowyer at Charlton thing, I guess. Uh, well, it's either, apparently, it's either either him or, or Gabriel Batistuta, uh, apparently. His name's been badgered <laughs> around, mate. Batty Goal. Batty Goal at Middlesbrough. Love it. Love a bit of that. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so that's all fun and games. So we'll see Charlton up to the championship next year. Congratulations to Charlton. May another miserable year for Sunderland. I mean, surely they have to come up next year, don't they? I mean, like... No, I mean, they don't uh, have to. (laughs) They should, but they don't have to. (laughs) I see them as a bit of a Southampton now. Same colours, you know, uh, same same torrid situation. We went down, uh, Southampton went down as well. All the way to League 2 as well, didn't you? We did, yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on, no, no. Um, to League One, one. We didn't what? go down to League Two. Went down to League One, and then we got back-to-back promotions after staying in League One for I think two, two or three seasons, or sort of two seasons. I can't remember exactly, but it was pretty bad. We were all the, all the way down there, and then suddenly we sort of picked it up, and then it was back-to-back promotions. Uh, uh, and you know, so there's hope, Sunderland, mate. You got the same colours. Um, there's hope. I, 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 I for one, kind of hope that they, they do. I'm sort of halfway through the uh, Sunderland Till I Die documentary at the moment, and uh, I'm sort of, you know, my, my heart, my heart, you know, it's just going for them. So, um, mate, I think we should finish up uh, uh, this and wrap up because we have got, uh, obviously, to come back after this amazing Baku, Battle of Baku final and preview the Champions League final mate, between... There is one last story that I want to talk about. Um, Go on then. Which is which is the revelation there's a revelation that that our friend and 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 bastard in chief, Sergio Ramos, oh has, yes, has asked to leave Real Madrid for free. Sorry. For free. Yes. Like, could you imagine that meeting? Um what's the name? It's Florentino Perez, isn't it? Yep. You yep. Florentino Perez, it's like, yeah. Hello, Florentino. 
I would like to leave for free. You what? Yeah, free. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Florentine has, hang on, wait a minute. Let me just look through your contract here. It says here you've got an 800 million euro get out buyout clause. And you want yeah, to know so for, how yeah. much of this? Sorry? How, well, see, here's the thing, right? I've gone over to China, had a word with them, and they can pay me a shitload, but they can't pay you. But you know, <laughs> we're buddies, right? So, you know, just let me go. <laughs> <laughs> we are not buddies, buddy. <laughs> Far fucking from it. Oh, mate. There's talk of him coming to the Premier League as well, isn't there, though? So, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that one goes. Can you imagine the Ramoster, mate, if Ramos came to Tottenham? <laughs> mate, bastard in chief. I don't know. Wow. I think I think him and Eric Dyer on day one of training could be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Like Eric, <laughs> Eric, Eric Dyer's Eric Dyer's doing his stretches and then suddenly feels like sh- a cold, sharp knife in his back. <laughs> <laughs> Wind blows in. It's just turns around. There's no like, one there. Eric Eric Dyer's dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. And then Sergio Ramos oh. is like winning mentality. <laughs> and everyone's like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right. Okay. Well, um, on that note, <laughs> stabbing people, Derek Dyer in the back. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's finish this one off. Uh, let's wrap up. And uh, mate, we will be back to preview the uh, the big one. Obviously, the Champions League match on Saturday. Um, and also, we will discuss in a little bit more detail as to whether or not we are going to be covering the World Cup. Uh, the Women's World Cup in Nice. Uh, but sorry, I was going to say Lyon. It's not Lyon. Lyon, obviously, the, the isn't it in France? The, it is in France, yes. But I think Nice is like the the capital the of it, France. if you know what I mean. I think that's where the final is supposed to be, or whatever. Uh, but um, but yeah. So, but look, mate, mate. It just depends on on timing and uh, uh, you know whether we'll be able to do it. And- I love that we're going to have that discussion on the podcast. Like people Do you get, like that? Yeah. People get to see behind the curtain. <laughs> what our thinking is. How yeah. can we do this? What can we do? All right, you can edit this whole bloody bit at the end if you want. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you very much uh, for listening in. Uh, uh, from me, Jason, from Dave over there, uh, it's been a, a bloody pleasure once again. Uh, we, like I said, will be returning back to preview the Champions League after we know who... Is the champion in Baku? Yeah. Mm. Put your phones down, get your TVs on, and settle down for crack poodle in Baku. <laughs> <laughs>